opening, we'll be doing verses one, seven, and eight for our opening hymn. Their sound has gone out into all lands and their message to the ends of the world. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is glorious in his saints. Come, let us adore him. Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. I will glory in the Lord. Let the humble hear and rejoice. Proclaim with me the greatness of the Lord. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me out of all my terror. Look upon him and be radiant and let not your faces be ashamed. I called in my affliction and the Lord heard me and save me from all my troubles. The angel of the Lord encompasses those who fear him, and he will deliver them. 
taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are they who trust in him. Fear the Lord, you that are his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack nothing that is good. The Lord ransoms the life of his servants, and none will be punished who trust in him. A reading from Revelation. After this, I, John, looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and people with, and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from 1 John. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have been hoping him purify themselves just as he is pure. The word of the Lord.
the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people revile you or persecute you or utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Praise to you, creator of the universe, who has given us life, sustained us, and enabled us to reach this day. Amen. Well, it's wonderful to see you all, and uh, I will try to not get distracted uh, preaching to you this morning because I'm looking at your faces, and it's, it's so wonderful to see so many familiar and beloved faces. Neil, I think this is the first time I've seen you, so it's Nice to see you. Um, and a blessed All Saints to you this morning, a precious tradition in the Episcopal Church and in the Emmanuel family. I remember Weavers, the women's group I started, boy, a long time ago. Uh, it was Maddie Luce Reynolds who taught us about the Day of the Dead and the ceremonies around that. And I remember many, many times in, in her kitchen or Alana Burdell's kitchen or Ruth Engel's kitchen, uh, bringing our mementos of beloveds, and I had never uh, experienced that tradition. So thank you, Mariluz. Ten, ten days ago, I visited the mother of a friend of mine who is in hospice at the age of 93 in a retirement community not far from us. It was a cold day. We were outside in a tent. Anna was rolled out in a wheelchair. A big blanket covered her tiny, tiny frame. Back in the day, Anna had taught piano and singing for more than 40 years. She'd also had a performing and a recording career as well. Now her pale hands were mottled, her fingers nastily gnarled with arthritis, like tree roots of a great tree. Those once dancing fingers were unmovable, unmoving. When her daughter gave us a few moments alone, I asked her how she felt about dying. And she said, I'm not afraid. She said, I don't know what's coming next, but then all my life I haven't known what's next, you see? <laughs> I thought that was such a simple and profound thing to say not being afraid of death. She didn't know what it was gonna be, but then your whole life, you don't know what's coming next. 
I was deeply moved and I was so grateful my friend had invited me into that holy tent. As we were visiting over, over and over again, I found my gaze drawn to her fingers, so still, but so powerful somehow. There was such dignity in their stillness, a great tree. On our way home, I recalled a book I had just read by the young writer, Gina Ray La Serva, called My Mother's Hands. Is that a great title for a book or what? My Mother's Hands. And she wrote in there, written in my mother's hands are the stories of her life. Gina Ray is a young writer. And lately I've been seeking out the voices of the young whose lives are just ripening, whose stories stretch to a road which is longer ahead of them than behind them, unlike Anna's, and at this point, unlike mine as well. To give you a feel for this young woman's experience of quarantine and COVID, she writes, everything's gone sideways. There's no way to know what's coming next. How do you plan for uncertainty? And then later in the book, she writes, it feels like a time of no future. It feels like a time of no future. I did not feel that way when I was 30 something. Her writing is rich and troubling often, heartbreaking sometimes, and sometimes it is heartbreakingly hopeful. So here's a quote for your All Saints Day. What is history, she writes. History is the steady flow of hope through generations. I've been taking that in this week. Hope as the steady flow, excuse me, history as the steady flow of hope through generations. So here's another voice from that generation, David Ferrier, a young professor at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. Another great title of a book, Footprints in Search of Future Fossils. <laughs> in his months of lockdown, he observes that, quote, the world seems to have slipped its rails. During months of lockdown, he has nonetheless had some extraordinary experiences. Like many of us, David has stared out his window more than usual. And one day after very many years living in the same house, he noticed animal tracks outside his house and they were, as it turns out, fox tracks. Something he hasn't noticed before absorbed as he was and all of us by work and travel and the next thing and the next and our lists. So he makes this observation that lockdown quote is a retreat from, but also a retreat into what is most familiar and most surprising. So he talks about the same kitchen, the same view from his bedroom window he talks about the blessed familiars of life and how we've gotten to know them better and perhaps noticed more. He also, and remember he's living in the great nation of Scotland, he writes, quote, the world has shrunk 
to a scale more like the 19th century world, a world of footpaths, not freeways. Interesting way to look at it. But this is not entirely a bad thing. It's a different journey. A freeway takes you directly to where you want to go on a road you know. We can't travel far now, but we can travel deep and we can travel down, down under. This young writer, this young professor recalls a question that Socrates asked one of his students in one of Plato's dialogues, quote, how will you go about finding that thing which is totally unknown to you? <laughs> and I couldn't help thinking that this week that Anna had her own answer, my 93 year old friend, all my life. I didn't know what was coming next. Maybe that's the answer to Plato's question. And so Mercer Islanders, are you walkers, any of you? I know you are on your beautiful green aisle. Over these months of confinement, what new small path, what perhaps new animal track have you noticed? Since you've been traveling I-90 and I-5 less, what have you been noticing on island lanes? Have you gone about finding things in what feels like a totally new world? My father, Michael Valentine, is buried at Emmanuel. So if you see his name, that's my dad, Michael Valentine. Daddy was an immigrant. In September of 1945, he came from Bulgaria to America. His name then was not Michael, but Menachem. He always called this country America, never the States or the US. We lived always in America. He found his way in a new world, and it was he who taught me the way, the art of getting lost. Honey, let's go get lost, he'd say. And we'd go for a walk in a city park or in the country. And we would wander till we found our way. And I knew myself to be lost. But oh Lordy, how I reveled in being lost with daddy. We'd talk and laugh and he'd point out things and he'd hug me. It didn't matter where we were or how lost we were. I was with him and that's all that mattered. Then eventually, darn, we had to return home. At some point, I think I was 10 or so, maybe 12, about the time I stopped getting dressed up for Halloween. I figured out that dad and I weren't really lost all those times that he knew exactly where we were. But before I got all that grown up, when I was still little, I reveled in feeling lost because I knew that wherever I was going, even though I didn't know what was next, I knew it would all be okay. 
my hand was in daddy's hand. And the loss part, the not knowing what was next, was kind of part of the fun, you know? Well, this All Saints Day, I think, will be remembered as the year that we're 48 hours from an election day that feels for many of us unlike any other in our lifetime. In a few minutes, we will hear the names of those who have died, whom we have been asked to remember, and whose lives are in us still. And in so doing, we will be reminded of the long and circuitous and often heartbreaking lives our ancestors lived. As the Revelation reading, the ones who said, those who came out of the great ordeal, as we heard this morning. They were the ones that found their way, not knowing what was next in their strange new worlds on untrodden paths. And as we pray, we invite their presence with us and we receive their blessing. And as we sing our praises to God, we remember that our little hands are grasped firmly and eternally in the big hands of God. And so I ask you for just a moment to put your hand on your heart, if you will, and close your eyes. And I invite you to take a deep breath into your hand and remember and say the name out loud or to yourself of someone who has died by whom you felt completely loved and in whose hands you felt completely safe. And breathing that love into your hand and into your body, let us say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. If you did not have a chance to add your name to the list, you can add them to the chat and they will be read at the very end. The service is said in memory and in honor of those in our community that have passed into eternal life. Their names will be individually called aloud. David Affleck. Virginia Anderson. Bette Angel. 
Howard Angel, Thomas Angel, Peter Ashman, Carol Bain, John Beatty, Margaret Beatty, Edith Borja, Esmeralda Borja Armijos, Jackie Brown, Larry Brown, Sally Brown, Joan Buckley, Jane Carrier, Richard Dowd, David Eason, Ruth Ungle, Eugene Armand Eschbach, Joseph Eschbach, Mary Schacht Eschbach, Florence Ewing, Robert Ewing II, Myrtle Ford, Paul Ford, Horace Hall, Mary Hall, Katie Hayward, Earl Hicks, Stella Hicks, Harold Hill, Mary Fran Hill, Jan Jared, Dr. Laura Johnson, Jackie Johnson, Ron Kittle, Pat Leister, Lieutenant Colonel Tom McCraney, Jean Moore, Thomas Moore, Christine Nemec, Evie Grace Nemec, Frank Nemec, Luis F. Obanbo, Jerry Paulson, Judy Paulson, Sue Rawlings, Paul Buckley Smith, Carol Ann Spence, Gwendolyn Stockwell, Ronald Stockwell, Michael Wendell, Jean Wigand, Richard Wigand, Roland Wigand, Jeff Williams, Marcia Williams, Gail Woolston, Gary York, Frank Nolan Young III, Michael Valentine, Sandy Brennick, Jean Threckeld, Matt Temple, Katherine Adams, Thomas Mullen, William Howell, William Bell, Mary Bell, Grace Bell, Helen Shields, George Shields, Myrtle Anderson, Jim Buckley, Burt Johnson, Dorian Versos. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
continue on page nine. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, and all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. A voice is heard in Rama. How lonely sits the city that was full of people. How like a widow has she become. She that was great among the nations. Lamentations 1.1. Oh God, creator of the universe, we stand before you as fragile humans, made only of earthly clay and your breath. In all humility, we hold to you all those who are sick with the coronavirus who are COVID positive, and all those who care for them and work intimately for their healing. We name the sick and hold them in your healing light, O oh Lord. Hear our Hear prayer. prayer. A voice is heard in Rama, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more, Matthew 2.18. In all humility, we turn to our God today to honor our dead. We have had no time, no space, no moment to mourn. We made promises to love and protect our families till death do us part. In their final days, we are heartbroken that we were apart from those who were dying. May they forgive us. May we forgive ourselves. We claim in faith that we are born from God. We live for God. We return to God. We seek rest and time in you. Hear our Hear prayer. Our rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Romans 12, 15. Give us the gift of weeping, O God, for tears of love are always holy. Is not only our loved ones who are lost, but our jobs, our neighborhoods, our familiarity with family, and graduations and classes. May our mourning, lamenting, remembering, and learning from those losses not disappear like water in sand, but push us to, to weep from time to time. Keep us tenderhearted, we pray. Hear our Hear prayer. prayer. I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. 
Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Ephesians 4, 1. As we Americans face together this unprecedented season, let love fill all our hearts so that the greatness of our nation continues to break open before us. Draw every American into the values of courage, duty, honorable action, self-sacrifice, generosity, neighborliness, responsibility, and mercy, which are the hallmarks of our country. Give us courage, O Lord. Hear our prayer. May your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Psalm 67. To those who have lost loved ones, we, your fellow citizens, offer you comfort, not condolence, empathy, not sympathy. As, as people, we have borne this pandemic's cost in the lives of our families. As a nation, we shall honor and mourn them together. Let peace and good health prevail among all nations, O oh God. And may it be so in our families, communities, states, and land on this day, that each day to, and each day to come, these families are your families, O oh Lord. Hear our prayer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Second Corinthians 5. Jesus knew what we numb ones must always learn again, that weeping must be real because endings are real, and that weeping permits newness. Christ's weeping with us permits the kingdom to come. The Holy Spirit's indwelling opens us to envision a new normal, to envision an America true to her dreams, true to our native land, to have new birth of freedom and justice for all. Lord, open our eyes to a new and holy vision that your people may be your people in the days to come. Make us brave, O oh Lord, together. Hear our prayer. My, my companions and neighbors you have put away from me and hidden my friends out of my sight. Psalms 88. O oh God, you are the keeper of the book of life and no one dies alone, but all under your loving gaze. So that their passing is not an empty data point on death's grim graph. Let us say the names of those who have died and remember them. Especially Edith Borja, Esmeralda Borja Amritos, Ruth Engel, Liz Pagel, and John M. Peterson, and those who mourn. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend their spirits. Hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, especially Marsha Banks and Sarah Trethaway celebrating birthdays this week. And grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Hear our prayer. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, especially Karen Blankenship, Jim Cameron, Niall Clark, Glenn Crosby, Lorian Crosby, Deanna Glenn, Diane Goodman, Lorna Hamill, Bob Hayward, Hannah Hooper, Rosemary Howell, Peter Mackenheimer, Claire Parkinson, Pam Rhodes, K. 
Karen Rowley, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, Keith Snow, Lillianne Snow, William Victory, Julie Wiegan, and Peter Wiley, that they may be delivered from their distress. Hear our okay. prayer. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Amen. At this time, I invite anybody to include prayers they would want read out loud in the chat. Prayers for Joyce Hammermaster. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prayers for the people of the Philippines as they embrace for this year's biggest typhoon. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all of the prayers that we have read out loud and kept in our hearts, God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue on page 12. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. I sing a song of the saints of 
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. See? 